Yep, you hear my voice, man. You know what time it is, man. It's time for Social Media's most imperfect, perfect podcast. Social Media's best kept secret. I am Infamous. I'm Freaky V. Hollywood. And together we make these nerds. These nerds. For another marvelous uh, expo, Freaky V. Tell them how they get in contact with you. You know how we do it. I am Freaky V on Instagram and Threads. Hollywood. How we get in contact with you? I am I am Hollywood Rich on Instagram, Threads, TikTok, uh, all oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> all that. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, are you Hollywood on um on OnlyFans too? I might be. You might be. Hollywood underscore Lil Meat. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> As y'all can see, though, I'm in a joking mood today, man. I'm truly blessed, man. Um, I am infamous on uh TikTok if you want to follow me. I am infamous big meat on um <laughs> on, t- on TikTok. <laughs> also, what's, what's you this morning, man? Talking about meat, man. <laughs> it's the season for giving, baby. It's the season. Oh tis, tis okay. the season. Uh, okay. <laughs> tis the season. As y'all can see, man, I'm in a happy mood, man. Listen, you want to follow me? I am TikTok. I mean, I am infamous on TikTok. Facebook, these nuts official. Instagram, these nuts underscore. Holly, why do get contact with us on YouTube? Separate these nuts. Also, if you on the audio experience, put the nuts back together. Um, Make sure you like, subscribe, drop a comment. Do what you do. If you want to get a personal inquiries about the podcast, please go to these nuts.business at gmail.com. That's these nuts.business at gmail.com. Tap in to social media's best kept secret. Tell you, man, it's worth it, man. Freaky V, it's the holiday season. It's yep. a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. By the time they get this, Christmas will be over. So Happy New Year's, people. Yeah, 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 right before New Year's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll be born New Year's. Yeah, there you go. Cause you forgetting the people that got uh, uh, happy Hanukkah, happy Mm -hmm. all the other stuff that people celebrate. Happy holidays to everybody and whatever your religion is, from us to y'all. But my question to Figure V, Figure V, what's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, um, we talked about this shit last night. Hold on. The, the, no, y'all, y'all, go ahead. I don't know who would sing it, but it's called Bonquisha. What? Oh, come on, man. Ain't no way in here. Bonquisha. It's, it's, so you it's, pick Bonquisha bon oh. over this Christmas. <laughs> let it snow. Yeah. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Jingle bells. The, come the, on, man. The Temptations, the Temptations uh, Christmas song. That, I know that it's Christmas time. But after I hear the that, Temptations ain't named no song, no Bonquisha. Ain't no way in hell. About about that nigga with the that bring the turkey. You done heard the song before? No. Okay, I I have to find it. But it's this. Who sing it? Who sing it? I look it up right now. I don't, know, I don't know that. It's called it's called Bonquisha Christmas. How do you spell that? Yeah, how the fuck do you spell Bonquisha? B O N. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to go to Apple Music right now. We're going to find out what the fuck Freaky V talk about. Go ahead, spell it to me, Freaky V. B-O-N-Q-U-E-S-H-A. 
You know how to spell Quisha? There are all these bitches out here named Quisha. From Quisha to uh, I ain't never asked them how to spell it. And uh, <laughs> that's the name of the Christmas song? For Quisha? Yeah. Oh, Quisha. He talks, he's it's this guy that's talking about how he's trying to, like an old nigga trying to get into this young girl life for Christmas. So he's saying he buying all these things and it's how he talking. That's like an old nigga vernacular. Boy, this shit ain't in e, e much in Apple Music. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen. That's some shit she done made up, man. Come on. <laughs> the Temptation singing Bonquisha. They know that she don't know who. It's on 99 Jams back in the day. That's the problem. You talk about some shit from the crib. Hold on, Bonquisha Christmas song? Is that yeah. it? Hold on, Hollywood. We about to listen to it. I got to go find it on YouTube, but. Hollywood, tell us your favorite Christmas song while we look this shit up. And tell me if this shit what Freaky V talk about. I don't know. I, I should even say my shit after uh, Bon Quisha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what's that Christmas song? What's the name of that Christmas song by, Luke, by Luther Vandross? It's not a it's not a happy Christmas song. I forgot the name of it, but it's, it's a Christmas song by Luther. Yeah. Uh, it's not a happy Christmas song. I thought. Nah. Who's he singing? Um, it's a traditional Christmas song, though, right? No. He just put his own spin to it. Okay, well, no. I don't know. I, I don't know yeah, that. It, yeah. Y'all don't like none of the traditional shit. The, the Donny. I, I actually, I actually love all of them. Matter of fact, my radio hasn't changed from the station that plays all them old ass songs. So. I've been listening to that shit all month, but that one is my favorite. That one by Luther. Yeah, I don't, I don't do the. Um, I tell you what, I don't like that Mariah Carey Christmas. That that whatever that shit is, bro. Hey, you hate. Oh, speak. Speaking of Mariah though, this is the first year that she hasn't been number one though. For yeah. Being, so she don't piss somebody off. No, that shit is like I don't know. Hold on. I be. Hold on. I don't think I'm a hater. I just don't be. I ain't, I ain't, that ain't my favorite. After, after Luther, is is Let It Snow for me. My boys to me. Yeah. Yeah. My, mine is Silent Night by The Temptation. That's my favorite all-time favorite Christmas song. And Let It Snow by Boys to Men. Dog, I looked that song up. They don't even got Brad McKnight name on that motherfucker, bro. We was playing it last night. For Let It Snow? Yeah, he, he, he definitely yeah. on there. He on there. Hey, but this the song you talk about, Freaky V. I think I found what the fuck you talk about. Bo Quisha. What about that? that what about that? That Luke. That Luke Christmas song. What Luke Christmas? Bro, y'all bring that shit. I ain't never heard before, dog. Nah, Luke got a Christmas song. Hold on, but this is a Christmas song. Hold on, this oh, the ghetto song. Uh, the the days of the twelve twelve days of Christmas. Nah, I don't, I don't know. Fuck it, don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here we go, Freezy. This is what you talk about, I think. I ain't been able to sleep. I ain't been able to do nothing that required you being in it. Baby, I know that we've had rough times before, but we got through it. Like the time all the power went off in the house. And <laughs> the cooking, the on the Man. <laughs> all the 
this is what you choose over let us know and this Christmas and all that classic shit. You choose Bonquisha. Make sure you get off, man. I don't have you, and that's why I'm having these Christmas blues. Yes, Christmas blues. Sometimes I wonder whether it's worth it waking up early in the morning to go to the little jump to get you three pickle eggs, some Lay's plain potato chips, and a cocoa. <laughs> That ain't even a song. No, the nigga's just talking, dog. The nigga's just talking, dog. Yeah, he talking with music in the background. Come on, now. Freaky that, me. Come on, now. That nigga Let's... said he got a pickle leg, some, some lay potato chips, and an orange pineapple soda. I, I have, I <laughs> have yeah. heard that song. It was like, I have was... heard that before. After after the Temptations, the silent night, you got to play Ron Quisha for me to be in the... I haven't heard it since I've been up here. Um, you ain't, I, huh? You ain't gonna hear that shit no more. Listen, that's tough for me. I like that little ghetto shit right there. Um, and then, and then, I mean, I rarely listen to, to regular radio anyway. Mm-hmm. If I have Alexa to play something, it's a it's a certain station that you know I'm I'm geared towards, <laughs> but. You know that the the if I jump in the car right quick before my Bluetooth connect, I'll listen to the 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 Temptations. You know you got to go old school. What what new Christmas songs that they that people got out now? I I ain't heard nothing new. Ain't, ain't nothing new. Nothing. But listen, that that's our rapper. I ain't know the Christmas shoot for to take that type of turn. But <laughs> kudos, happy holidays to everybody. Let's jump into the part now. Our first topic, <clears throat> what I want to talk about, right? It's about uh, being the catch, right? The catch. <laughs> um, for the people that don't know, if you've been living under a rock, if you're not on social media, do do what? Well, I'm assuming both of you guys know who uh, Simone Biles is, right? Freaky, you know who Simone Biles is? Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Simone Biles is? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course I do. Okay, well, she made her uh, um, a visit with her husband on a podcast, on the podcast, The Pivot. And in the conversation, they kind of asked the husband, how did him and her meet? So he went on to say that, you know, he didn't really know who she was and that he was the catch in the relationship. And it sent women into a frenzy on social media. A lot of women had the point of view of how you don't know who she is was one. Two, um, she shouldn't be messing with a dude that's not financially where she at. And how could he be the catch in a relationship when she's the most notable person? You know, everybody came in with they think pieces. Some people brought up the Steve Harvey interview where Steve Harvey told, um, who was that he told? The Kiki Palmer. That it wasn't going to work because she more famous than the nigga. But see, this is my thing. A lot of people don't do research, right? This nigga play in the NFL. He meets all of the quote unquote characteristics that women say that they want. He's a successful young black man. He make money. And he's a decent looking guy. But because Samantha, they felt like because. She went on the part where well, he went on the podcast and made it seem like she pursued him, that it was a problem. 
So I'm going to play the clip. I'm going to let you guys gather your thoughts. And you tell me what you think about this situation. Do you think that this is crazy for a woman to pursue a man? Or is it common knowledge for a man just to pursue a woman? And I'm going to pull the clip up right here. And here we go. This is what he said. It's pretty long, so y'all bear with me. Days, man, and it's like she pops up, and I'm like, mm, let me see who this is. Gymnastics. I ain't never, you know, I, I never really paid attention to gymnastics, so it, it, it piqued my curiosity, you know. So I'm like, okay, that's that's that's. A, I, I see what's up. I swiped her, and it said we match. So I'm just like, oh, okay, so I'm gonna see what's up. So I go do my workout, and I come back, and I get like, I had some likes on my Instagram, you know, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this might be. I'm like, okay. So I see what's up, and then I still waited. I'm like, man, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till I, you know, take a shower and everything. Then I come back to my phone, and then she messages me on the app, like, hey, you know what I mean? And I'm, man, that's a man. This gotta be fake. Like, I don't know. Just I didn't know who she was at the time, but like the first thing that I saw was that she just had a bunch of followers. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, she gotta be good. If yeah. I promise you, I'm a, I'm a real life story. When she won the Olympics, I was in college. And we didn't have NBC, we didn't have Olympic channels, and we're in camp. We're in camp late, late, late July, early August. So I'm not paying attention to, you know. So I never would have had a moment to where I would have watched, like, you know. Jonathan, I'm gonna let you finish your story, man. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was saying, man, she she messaged me. This is like a Tuesday, and we 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 were texting back and forth, and then we hung out Friday, man. And um, we couldn't do much as COVID happened, everything was shut down, so. Um, she came through down um, down to Houston. She lived in the suburbs, so she had to drive about 45 minutes to me. Um, then the rest is history, man. So, so you was really the catch in. I always say we the men the catch, man. I always say we the catch, man. And right did in there, it's where she got to <clears throat> social media. That statement right there. Really you that that right there is where the conversation went left. I was fighting it. I was fighting it. So I was you. Fighting it. So in truth. If I say this out loud, was well, Jonathan Owens ain't really want some more vows. Is what you're saying. <laughs> At the time, that's, that's what you're not gonna say that. That's what you're saying. I was afraid. I, I was afraid to commit. I'm like, ah, I'm man, this is my this is my third year, you know, I'm trying. But anyway, that's what it comes. It, it goes on a little bit longer, but that's the part of the podcast that I wanted to get to. When he said that he was the catch. Freaky V, in that whole scenario, what he just not. Just to add clarity to you guys, Simone, uh, Simone Biles is sitting right there laughing. She is right there. She ain't getting that 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 sour puss face. She's sitting right there listening. So, Freaky V, as a woman, how do you feel about what he said? His I really was. I, I really ain't give a fuck. I wasn't moved by that. I, I mean, if that helps him sleep good at night and our relationship is great, then let's go with that narrative. It wouldn't matter to me who the fuck is, who thinks each other is the catch. I, that's That don't mean shit. We mm -hmm. together, happy, and we vibe well. Mm -hmm. Let's go with that. You know, mm -hmm. and, and if this, you know, boosts boost our ratings together, as far as a business perspective, then why not go with that shit? You know, but you know, what difference does it make if he says that he's the catch or she says that she's the catch? How does that, you know, I don't know. It, it ain't matter to me. Okay. Hollywood, what you say? 
Um, I got I got kind of got mixed feelings about uh the conversation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to start off by saying I'm a regular nine to five nigga. So I follow sports, but I don't follow gymnastics. But I know who Dominique Dawes is. We all know who that is. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't follow golf. <laughs> But we know who Tiger Woods is. I don't follow tennis, but we know who Serena and Venice is. Mm-hmm. So for him to say he don't know who Simone Biles is, or she's the Michael Jordan, she's the Serena, she's the Tiger Woods of gymnastics, I kind of find that hard to believe. But secondly, I don't think those accolades have nothing to do with the type of person that she is in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yo, 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 the things that you accomplish in gymnastics has nothing to do with the woman that you is outside of gymnastics. Mm-hmm. So from the conversation that he just had, it sounds to me like this nigga might be the catch. Because if I'm pursuing you, you're the catch. That's the part of the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Men pursue women. And if I get you, you're my catch. Mm-hmm. So right. in terms of that, he's right. But thirdly, I don't, I couldn't see myself sitting on no podcast being as arrogant as he he he, <laughs> he seemed to be. You know what I'm saying? That shit seemed real arrogant. I got my, my wife sitting next to me. And I'm saying she's not the catch. I'm the catch. I just found that kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, to each each his own. To me, if it's the truth, then how is it arrogance? That's my problem. It is. It is is arrogant. I mean, if these are the events that happen and he's telling it honestly, how is that being arrogant, bro? I just, okay, before you before you continue, it's arrogance because he's making it seem like he wasn't interested. And if you listen to his story, him checking the phone as frequently as he was checking it shows you his interest. So how could you be like, I'm the catch and I wasn't really interested and she was pursuing me when you was carrying on how you was carrying on? Mm-hmm. And, That's confusing and- to be. The details that he gave makes it arrogant, right? You can simply say, hey, she hit me up. I, you know, was uh, um, a little reluctant, but once I saw her followers, it made me look into her a little bit more, and we had a great conversation. She came to see me, and that's it. The nigga with, yeah, so, yeah, she kept hitting me up. Then she was liking all my pictures, and then... You know, she lived, she came to see me. It took her about 45 minutes. That was the shit that kind of triggered me a little bit. (laughs) You know, as far as that distance shit, why is that important? Okay. You know what I mean? But I don't have no problem. To me, me, talking like that kind of belittles belittles her in my eyes. Bro, everybody's entitled to their own perception of this. My perception is it's totally different from y'all. One, if that's the facts that happened, bro, because if this role were vice versa and she said the same thing, it wouldn't be a problem. It's just it's a, a normal double standard, thing. though. It's a double standard. I know it's a double standard, but that's my point. We we accept double standards, though, don't we? I know Hollywood. I'm not arguing with you, bro. 
I agree with you. It's a double standard. Mm-hmm. All, my only point is, why is the man getting crucified? Because if this if this scenario was the same, we wouldn't be having this conversation. It'd just be a no a normal interview. If a woman was sitting on that podcast, if the rose was vice versa, and she said the same thing that he said about him calling and she went on his page and found all that, we're not having this conversation. This conversation is only based because the man felt like he was the catch in this scenario. And listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Something that Hollywood said that I totally agree with. What you do in a gymnastics atmosphere has no bearance on what you do home. Like, let's be honest. If Simone Biles and Bernice Burgos were sitting in the same space, 90% of niggas ain't going to sit with Miss Biles. They going at Bernice Burgos. What I'm saying is, we put a lot of stock on what she does when we get mad at when men get mad at women for doing that same shit. Don't look at me yes. for the that I make. Look at me for the nigga that I am. This is the same thing that niggas argue with women. It's just vice versa. So for me, if this is the if this is why or this is how the events actually happen, because most women, if a nigga telling the part of the story that's not accurate, they gonna come in and say something. Nah, that ain't exactly how that happened, but I get what you're saying. She sat there the whole time and she smiled. She don't went on her social media pages and made it very clear that she stood by what her husband said. So my thing is, I understand everybody has a preference or everybody has a, a perception of what they feel like a, their true love story is. And there's this is what happened. So why are we getting mad at this young man calling him Eric? I thought women like a confident man. To me, this is just confident. Hey, I'm that nigga. It's, it's my a difference, wife. though. I'm still that nigga. It's, it's a difference between confidence and, and being arrogant. We all know in society, it's it's accepted for a man to chase a woman. But when a woman chases a, a man, it's kind of taboo. So you putting that out there, like I said, it kind of belittles her and makes her seem like he wasn't interested in this lady when we know he was. Okay, okay, but in your standard, we say this shit all the time. Why are we conditioned to feel like a nigga can't be the catch? Why the nigga can't be the one that's being pursued? See, we can't play this game of when ain't, it, ain't nothing wrong with ain't nothing wrong with a man being pursued. Okay, it's just you coming out and, st- and stating that, and people re- we all know people reacted because of the way he made it look. Yes, mm-hmm. he made it look wrong, bro. You got to dress that up a different way. We all know he shouldn't have to in society. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, gender roles and all that shit. But mm-hmm. he made it seem a certain way, bro, when he, he didn't have to do that. So that's, you want that's him where to the problem that? come in. Okay, so you wanted him to pretty much dumb down his love story with his wife to make it pleasable for everybody else. I think he I think he put a little sauce on it when he didn't have to. In my opinion. I mean, listen. I agree. Listen, I'm not knocking with nobody saying, bro. I just feel like it's crazy that we always saying that, hey, listen, Tell the story because everybody have a perspective. Me, you and Freaky V can look at the same situation and get totally two different perspectives or totally three different I, perspectives on, from that situation. And I, I kind of hold her to a higher standard now looking at her just sit there and, and allow him to have his moment because in every room that they go in, she's going to be the dominant force. She She's going to be the one that catches everybody's attention because of the accolades that she garnered being a gymnastics uh, star. So I had a little bit more respect for her just watching her sit there and just let this nigga have this moment. 
because she know better. She know better. I mean, but she said she did admit in that interview that she did pursue him. Um, and you know, my perspective, I don't, I'm a 100% supportive of that shit. You see something that you like, for it. Why, how, how else are you supposed to be noticed other than, okay, so you like, you like all of his Instagram photos. I mean, listen, it is a, <clears throat> a double standard, but shit, go the same route that the niggas go with us. I know that if we, if I say, especially after we take the podcast or whatever, it's going to be some nigga that go to my page. He going to like all about 10, 15 photos in a row. So it comes up in my in my notifications that Hollywood likes your photo, Hollywood commented on your photo or whatever. You understand? So I know after that happens, I expect a message in my inbox to say, hey, you know, what's going on? You're beautiful. You're a, I'm a fan, whatever. I like when you said this or whatever. And that's just what she did. You know, so I'm having a problem with her pursuing somebody. You see something that you like, why not? Mm -hmm. And it's for her, you know, or whatever. But I, I, I do think that there was a, a tad bit of arrogance of, as far as the detail was concerned, um, the, the, the way that it happened, I hear what you're saying, Infamous. We shouldn't have to dummy it down, but too much detail makes you look like you know, I don't know. I mean, I get it. I mean, and you know, again, I agree with Hollywood. It's a double standard. And yeah. it, it is what it is. That's why I say we need to stop fighting. Bro, this equality shit that we talking about, we don't really want equality. Like it, It'll never be. It'll never be. It's never going to be full yeah. equality on both boards because what women going to look at and how men going to view it, it's never going to be equally equal because right. we've all been conditioned to feel that a woman is the prize in a relationship. For every movie, it's the man chasing the woman. It's never, you rarely see a movie where the woman has to chase the man. It's always, she's the damsel in distress. The man has to come save her. He has to do this and he has to do that. To, I, I don't think we will ever get to a stage where the roles, it's women that I know that say, she don't care how fine a man is. If he don't come say nothing to her, she not stepping to him at all. So again, yeah, and they, they're lonely and missing out. And that's <laughs> that's, that's every whole thing. You you see something that you want. What 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 stops? Okay, <laughs> it's funny how it, it it stops when it comes down to to men and women. So mm -hmm. if you you as an adult, you see a job that's attractive that you want. Mm -hmm. So you put your resume on LinkedIn and you want them to almost magically find you because of your qualifications or are you going to pursue that shit? You understand? Are you not going to put your best foot forward to say, hey, I think I'm a perfect candidate for this position or whatever? Uh, and all of a sudden now you see the equivalent of a nigga walking through the store. And you just supposed to be that bitch that he has to say something to you? Like, men have a problem with rejection, too. And, and men say that. Men have a problem with, you know, you possibly saying, uh, 
no, I'm really not interested, or sorry, I'm married. So why not take the opportunity to step to you? What do you have to lose other than this story coming out the way that it is and you saying, oh, well, yeah, she pursued me, and then the women look at you differently, but the women that look at you different are the bitches who ain't got nobody, who want somebody to pursue them, but they don't have anybody? Like, we fucked up as a people. If that's, that's, the, that's the, the perspective that you're going off of, all this, this shit, bro. all this shit is ego based. Ego based. Right? And I'm going to tell you what the problem is. And I'm going to break it down to the lowest form. Most women never have to deal with being rejected. It's a shot to their ego to be rejected. Women, most attractive women will never in their life, if you poll nine bad women, that nine of them ever going to say that they step to a dude because it's ego based. Y'all just get to hide y'all egos and y'all insecurities behind y'all beauty. What y'all look like. Same thing with a man. A man hides his, his insecurities by, by his bank account. How much money I got. So it's a tug. It's a pull and tug thing in this situation. Women ain't going to never talk to a nigga. They'll never understand how I feel for them to look the way they look and a nigga tell them no. That's an ego crush. That will fuck with your pride. Like I say all the time, it's a difference in how you say no to somebody. If a if a man walk up to a woman and you try to pursue her and you say, hey, Freaky V, what's going on? My name, Anthony or whatever, or infamous. And you say, well, I'm just I, I got a man. And I appreciate you stepping to me or coming to me. OK, cool. I can take that note. But if I come to you and say, hey, my name is and you be like. Or go back to looking at your phone. That's a different type. No. That could crush a motherfucking ego as a man. So for a woman who's been sought out after millions of men, for you to step out your comfort zone that one time and step to a nigga and he give you that response, you ain't never doing that shit again. That's why I say this shit, all this shit that we talking about is ego based. Sex is ego based. Being in a relationship is an ego based. Stepping to somebody is an ego based. I just love that shit. If I see something that I like, you best believe I'm going to say something. It's and, just and women, women got way better odds than a man does when they they pursue a man. It, it's <laughs> it's self-explanatory. Um, uh, most men, if you got something going on and you're fairly attractive, a nigga not gonna tell you no. At least at least take the telephone number, or if he say I'm married, or you know what, I'm flattered, but I'm not interested. Yeah, but if a nigga married, you see it. You see it before you pursue him. You see it before you go over them. Honestly, I don't be paying that shit no attention. But I guess there are women I'm talk, who I'm talking about. I'm talking about them freaky bitch. Right. There, there are women who do. I don't give a fuck. I ain't never look at your fingers. Your fingers don't ain't attractive to me. That ain't what captures my attention. I'm gonna say something. If you bite, you bite. If you don't, you don't. And my ego right. isn't affected by that. I, I, I would really be wanting women who who say that they're independent, sexually liberated, you know, don't need a nigga for shit, can do shit on their own or whatever. Okay, keep up that same energy. Don't all of a sudden switch out to a traditional woman when you see that nigga in public. Now all of a sudden it's, <laughs> I can't say nothing, I'm shocked. No, keep that same, that same energy. Step to that nigga and say, what's up? Tell him he looks good or whatever, or whatever caught your attention about him. They not for the Y'all gonna miss the fuck out. Okay. I'm 
Oh, I'm having a ball in these motherfucking streets with all of these niggas. All right, and they I don't have nothing to them. I grew her to a certain extent. Right? And this is where we ver- this is where we differ. Okay. In your mind, most people know the type of motherfucker that they can bag. You know the type of nigga that you can fuck with, just like most niggas know what type of girl that they can fuck with. If you stepping up in in gameplay. That could be a very, very shaky place to be trying to play ball in. That's where your confidence and your real insecurities can really affect how you deal with somebody. Like how Freaky V saying, you can see a nigga in Publix, but if that if you feel like that nigga ain't in your league, you not finna say nothing to him. Same thing with a man. If you think she not in your league, it's going to be hard for you just to walk up to her and just introduce yourself and try to talk to her because you know she's not in your lead. And the chances are very rare in your mind that she going to accept whatever offers that you're trying to give her, bro. So, so let's stop I acting think, like everybody on the same level. Cause we're nah, not, but I think, I think women, are way more, women are way more arrogant in that department when it comes to shit like that because they, in their mind, they believe that men will fuck anything. I don't know where the fuck that came from. <laughs> no, I ain't touching nothing. <laughs> you know y'all did that shit. Listen, I ain't even yeah, but, <laughs> but like I said, now women are that arrogant. They they feel like niggas will fuck anything. Hollywood, I agree with you, right? Right. But I believe it's certain niggas in this world that they don't feel like they could step to them niggas. Like, the hard throb niggas back in the early 90s, like Morris Chestnut and Shamar Moore and all them type niggas that was considered the You're sexist. talking about the 1%, but the other 99% of niggas are in-game. On the other hand, niggas ain't got... they. Uh, our percentage is not as large as a woman's percentage as I far agree. as... I agree okay. with you, but the only point that I'm making that it's always that one nigga. Then they could be a personal trainer... And got the body of Adonis. She may be fine, but she still might not want to talk to that nigga because th- listen. It, either, listen, in my position, either way, if that's the nigga, if, if that nigga look like Shamar Moore and, and got a perfect them niggas body, fuck anyth- they, them niggas fuck anything too. I'm not <laughs> saying that they don't listen. fuck anything, Hollywood. What I'm saying is the confidence, because you know what this nigga already bring, can be a little intimidating, bro. Can't nobody on here. Ain't nobody watching this podcast can say every woman that they ever desired, they wanted a little, a little hesitant at, at some point to go talk to him. Okay, but okay, okay. So I I agree with you, but what what makes a person? Again, we go on with the scenario of somebody walking through Publix. Yes. You don't see what you drive. We don't know what you do for a living. Yes. No. Right? Yes. Okay. So in seeing somebody, of course, it, you have to be physically attractive enough for somebody to notice you and want to say something. Right? I'll do that. Okay. So let's go with the scenario of Shamar Mark that I don't know who the fuck he is, but he is a sexy motherfucker. Mm. Okay. So even, even though he's in shape, and it appears that he goes to the gym, and clearly I do not. Either way, my ego allows me to say something to you either way. You understand? Either way, I feel I'm good enough to say something to you. One, 
I'm going to say how attractive you are or whatever. If you, if I feel like you're not going to bite or whatever, or you kind of reluctant, then I'm going to shoot my shot the other way. Damn, you know, you look like you could be a personal trainer. I'm looking for somebody to help me, you know, live a healthier lifestyle or whatever. Either way, I'm going to try to shoot my shot. So you, where, where is it? And that's where the arrogance. The, that's the, that's the arrogance of women. Their lead that you can't say nothing. I mean, that's the point that I'm, I agree with Hollywood. That's the arrogance in women. But my thing is, every woman don't have what Freaky V have when it comes down. Bro, I know some of the prettiest women in the world, bro. Their self-esteem is in the trash. Me, come on, bro. Like, I'm not telling you nothing that I'm just pulling out of air. I know some physically attractive women that have a, the self-esteem of a 600-pound wo- woman. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. So, mm-hmm. again, it's all about a case-by-case scenario. Freaky V just happened to be somebody where her confidence is at a certain level. Mm-hmm. But still, even in Freaky V's situation, she's been dating multiple niggas. I'm pretty sure it's a nigga somewhere in her Rolodex that even before she went and said to him, she had to second doubt herself. God damn, hold on. Let me, I'm going to go do it. But you had to go talk right. yourself into going to do it, bro. That's all that I'm saying. That's I all that I'm saying. I, I I just have a problem say they flat out ain't gonna do it. I think I, I think a lot of women are missing out trying to continue with this traditional role. And and I'm telling you that a lot of the niggas that I talk to, and, and if you scroll on social media, if you're in groups or something like that, throw a question in a group and see how the guys respond. A lot of the guys are saying, hey shit, I'm reluctant to say something to a woman. Too, because you just don't know how women are going to act nowadays. You know, so the fact that you show interest and you take the initiative to say something, niggas love that shit. You know, so in hearing that, I'm gonna step up my game even more. Okay. Or, you know, but hey, to each his own, like you said. You 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 wanna be traditional and you wait for a nigga to say something to you, then don't complain about you not having uh, you know, you not being approached. By good quality niggas. How do you know that if you don't take the initiative? That's that's a, that's what how I see it. You know, and, and my ego ain't that great to niggas say, you know what, I no, I'm good. I just I just want to be, you know, I'm married or I'm not interested. Whatever. Hey, if you think in your mind that you not you not for everybody okay. or whatever, you if you go in with that shit, then it's not gonna be a blow to your ego if a nigga tells you no. Okay, cool. Oh, right. Freaky V put this in the um, group chat. I meant to get to it uh, last week, but I, t- I totally forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Freaky V put this thing in a group chat with Plaz, right? <clears throat> I seen a bunch of women block Plaz because of what Plaz said, right? <laughs> they block? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They say that he's being, um, uh, what's the M word? A monogamous, yeah, he's that. He's he's downgrading women and all the the stuff that comes along with it. But I'm gonna play the clip where Plaz talked about how he not fucking with certain women no more and what you got to bring to the table. Yeah, I'm just throwing this out there. I ain't trying to rough nobody, fellas. Hope nobody don't take this the wrong way, cause. <laughs> that's not my intention at all. I'm I'm just 
throwing this out there, Jessica, we was to run across each other in the near future, you will kind of know where I'm at mentally. And I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this. God, I ain't know if there's no right way to say it. I'm just saying it. I want to say it. But ladies, listen. I don't want none of your pussy. <laughs> I just don't. I don't want none of your pussy. I don't want none of your head. And wait, 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 wait. Wait before y'all dive all over me. I'm explaining you why I say I don't want none of your pussy or your motherfucking head. Because I'm convinced that most women believe they pussy in their head is their motherfucking superpower. And with that being motherfucking sad, I'm finna script you of your motherfucking superpower off top. We're gonna put your motherfucking superpower over there. And now I finna force you to have to deal with me without your motherfucking superpower. So I'm gonna tell y'all, I don't want no pussy ahead, baby. I, I'm good. I don't. That's plus. Now, I'm gonna take off on this first, right? I know Plaza is a way bigger star than I am, right? But I've been saying this shit forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. That once you take a woman's superpower away from her, she doesn't know how to react at that point. Same thing with men. You take a man's superpower away from him, he doesn't know how to act. If you to tell a nigga, I can go to Ruth Chris on, on Tuesday by my goddamn self. That's why it's so hard for niggas with money to date women with money. Because money is a control mechanism. I'm a, that's why most niggas with money go out to women who ain't got money. That's my way of controlling you. You do what I say when I say it. If you a nigga who feel like your game is on par, then you have no problem fuck with a woman with money. My thing with women is you can't treat every woman the same. I say this shit all the time. You can't treat a woman with money like you treat a broke bitch. The two ain't going to never work out. Because what you doing for her with money, she can do for herself. So that shit adds no value to you as a man. If you could, if I could take myself to Barbados, just so you take me to Barbados, that don't mean shit. That just mean I ain't have to spend my money and I appreciate the trip. So what I'm saying in this scenario with Plaza is I totally agree with, with Plaza. Stop letting women feel like all they got to do is fuck you to get you. Because in actuality, that's not going to ever be what it's going to be. I'm going to tell you this, and, 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 and I'm going to pass it off to whoever want to take it off next. This is how I truly feel. Women, look at me when I say this. Your physical form going to get you fucked 100% of the time. But that's never going to make a nigga fuck with you. And now y'all sit around here thinking, well, she built like this. How can a man cheat on a woman like this? Because the bitch has no personality. The bitch brings nothing else to the table but her body. She can't communicate effectively. She has no finances. She does nothing but look good. And listen, ladies, after we fuck you about five, six times, that new car smell gone. It's on to the next one. After we fuck you about four or five times, you become the normal chick. What do you do to set yourself apart from all the rest of the bitches that's trying to get at the lit nigga? Whoever want to take off from that, y'all, y'all go ahead. Go ahead, Hollywood. <laughs> listen I'm listening I, I have no issue I have no issue with nothing that Ply said and you was just saying that uh, women was, was, was unfollowing him yes blocking it couldn't, have, it couldn't it couldn't have been nothing but the motherfuckers who only got pussy in here to offer that was unfriending him and blocking him mm-hmm. we just had a, a, a story last week about Quavo asking a young lady about what she liked to do for fun. 
And mm-hmm. the only thing the young lady said was traveling, sucking, and fucking. Yes. And we all agreed that if that's all you got to offer, then I'm gonna put you over here in the category of sucking and fucking. Like Plies is a man in his forties. How many how much fucking and sucking he done had in his lifetime? Mm-hmm. So I'm at the point of my life to where I'm trying to settle down and I'm trying to find a mate to share this empire that I done built with. And all you got to offer is sucking and fucking. My empire ain't going to stay where it's at. There's no room for growth. There's no room for progress. You know what I'm saying? So for the women who have an issue with him saying that, I thought that's what y'all wanted from a nigga to, to see you more than just a, a, a fuck and a suck. Ain't that what women want? Look at me past I'm, my I'm, ex, ex, exterior. Look at me past what you see in front of you. I'm, I'm deeper than that. It's more to me than just what you see. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's pretty much saying. So I don't see the controversy in what the fuck he said. I'm just, he's telling women I see more than t- I see more to you than just sex or, mm-hmm. or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I feel the same way flies do, and if I get banned for that, then so be it. Freaky mm-hmm. mm-hmm. V, I agree with everything Hollywood said. <laughs> I was gonna make that exact same reference with uh, Quavo last week. I, I think I think when when how uh flies been getting pussy and hey right getting it so now now that he's older and you see a transition in flies nigga then got his got his chickless done right. or whatever no he ain't got he ain't grilled up no more he always been an educated nigga i think you know a smart nigga or whatever you know so you can see the transition in him why wouldn't that be making you know, uh, a transition in the type of woman that he likes. I I agree. If you were offended by that, which I know that there would there would be women who was offended. Um, but sometimes the truth person, you you have to just go ahead and set yourself free. Um, you know, women say they want something, but the only way they think they know how to get it is to be able to suck and fuck. Mm-hmm. You know. Nobody wants to be educated. Nobody wants to be business savvy. Nobody wants to have financial literacy. You know, and all of those things that mm. would be attractive to him. He gonna fuck you and he gonna suck you anyway. But when you're not fucking and sucking, what else are you gonna talk about? Fucking mm. and sucking. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that conversation get open as fuck fast. Yeah. You I, know. I, I mean, let me ask women a question. And and I'm not coming at women crazy. This is a general question. So if women, if you got comments, please go into the comment section, drop comments. I like to know I inter- I converse with you on, on our comments, right? My question to women is this. A lot of women say they want high vibration men, right? They want a man with high vibrations. They don't want low vibration men. You name to me the man with high values and standards that don't require certain shit from his girl. Name me a man, quote unquote, what you got, what women say they want a high character man that don't have standards 
that's just going to let you come into his life and everything evolves around you. He doesn't have any wants, any needs or anything like that besides sexual. So to women. here's the thing. Here's the thing. There are there aren't any. Okay. That's that's the answer. Your question is short. Right. Okay. But a woman would feel that if you are if, if a man allows you into his world, even a little bit. Mm-hmm. That. He values you in some type of way. We do. Right? We do. I'm well, sexually, sexually, just because you go to a man's house and this man is is sharing with you doesn't mean that that makes you compatible. He wants to have a conversation with you just to see if you are more than the sucking fuck. We know why you there. I don't know if women really realize that. We, you know what you came for, and he know why you was in, why he invited you. Outside of the sucking and fucking, he trying to see what else you got to offer. So it's up to you to stay in the sucking fuck category, or for you to level up a little bit to say, okay, mm-hmm. well damn, I got something else to offer. But we don't. If if you stuck in sucking fucking and you don't know nothing else, then that's what's going to eliminate you. Now he still will fuck with you. And like Infamous just said, after those five or six times, the new car smell is gone. Now you ain't got nothing else to offer. So he gonna, you gonna see him pull back a little bit because he done fucked and y'all done did all that wild and crazy shit that he wanted to experience with you or whatever. But you don't know nothing else. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You keep a high vibrational nigga just off of no motherfucking pussy in head. In fact, it ain't got nothing to do with the pussy in head. The pussy in head comes later as an added bonus to what you really actually have to offer. And once they start understanding that, then that's when you can start pulling high vibrational niggas. But when you a low vibrational bitch and all you focus on is, is, is twerking, shaking your ass and going to the club every Friday, Saturday and Sunday, but you're not utilizing Monday through Thursday to educate yourself on, on financial literacy, leaving a legacy for your kids, um, you know, building educational um, values and shit in your children, then what else you talking about? What what other values or characteristics set you apart from everybody else that's fucking this up? And got and went to Dr. Miami. I agree with you on that. But my, my whole thing to it is I don't think a lot of women ready what they're asking for. Because let's be honest, motherfuckers are selfish. Mm-hmm. That's just the that's the listen to be in a relationship with somebody, dog. You got to be able to put your ego, your pride, all that shit to the side for the betterment of a relationship. A lot of people to me, there are two type of people in the world, dog. It's an I and a me. Most people that's an I person only consider on what how the how the relationship benefits them. Mm-hmm. I don't want this. I don't need this. I don't want you to do that. Like, it's a lot of I. When they talk, you hear I, 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 I all the time. But then you have a Y person. I'm a Y person. More like Freaky V. If you tell me something, you got to explain to me why you feel that way. So I get a better understanding on how to deal with you. Right? But so many people, women, are conditioned to feel like the relationship supposed to be solely based on their emotions and how they feel in a relationship. When the man, on the other hand, have to just deal with the scraps. So when I said 
a high vibranium man, a man that's successful, that's going to took his business, whatever it may be, to the next level. And he's financially secure, good credit score, owns a home, couple properties. He do. What makes you think that you're going to get with a man and you don't have to bring nothing to that type of man? I'm not talking about the rich man. It's a difference in a high vibranium rich man and a nigga that just got money. A nigga that just got money. You can play those games with him. But a nigga that know his value, he know his car facts. It's a difference. You're not going to be able to play with him like that. So mm-hmm. when y'all go on these sites talking about what you're looking for as a man, are you willing to submit? That's a word that a lot of women don't like. Submit to what he needs as well as the man submitting to what you need. That's the problem. People, that word submission has taken a totally different connotation, how people view it, because how it's always being used in our community. I can't speak for other communities, but in our communities, when you hear the word submission, it has a negative connotation to it. Usually when a woman say submit, she talk about the niggas who from her father's father's age. Ah, oh, bitch, let me sit in this chair. Go get me a drink. I'll do this and take care of the home. That's what most people hear when they see when what, what, what women hear when they hear submission. But that doesn't mean what submission means. That means I'm able to understand what my partner needs and for me to submit to it to make them feel better in the relationship. So when women run around here, Always talking about, hey, I want a high-value nigga. Are you ready for him? Because most high-value niggas is not coming in no relationship and settling for mediocrity. It's just not finna happen. So, mm-hmm. again, ladies, I'm not bashing you or, or trying to discourage you from nothing. All I'm saying is, as a woman, bro, and Hollywood can attest to this, we, most men put women on a... Y'all are valued way more higher than we value ourselves. That's why we care about, well, when you're young, you care about body counts because we look at women. We put women on such a higher pedestal than we put men. And when you devalue that, you devalue yourself as a woman. So at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, like Freaky V said, if all you're doing is sucking and fucking, what else are you bringing to this nigga? That's a high value man, not just a rich man, but a rich high value man. It's listen, why is it? When a man has boundaries and shit like that, it's be, that he's monog- uh he's being uh how, how you pronounce the word? Forgive me, monog- uh monogamous. Why, when a man has boundaries, that's the connotation that goes along with it. But when a woman has boundaries, it's goals and all the other shit. Why is it a double standard in that? Somebody gotta explain that to me, cause I don't get it. It's, it's not necessarily a double standard. It's your level of comprehension. Okay. Okay, so they're gonna say it's a double standard because you don't understand. That's all. Your 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 level of comprehension and, and meeting a high value nigga would know that you have to bring more to the table just than than pussy and head. That's like with people who say, you know, I'm aggressive. It's always it comes across aggressive when I know what the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> but if, if if you never learn to communicate effectively, then you gonna say, well, damn, she aggressive. Or whatever. So when people come out the gate and say, oh, you too aggressive. All right, then I know to pull back. You you ain't nowhere on my vibration because I communicate effectively. I know what the fuck I want. And I'm not taking your bullshit. So if that appears to be aggressive to you, fuck you next. You know, and I think I think men who are high vibrational niggas are like that. Like if you if you if you're that traditional woman who's been accustomed to what your mama needed to do for your dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Say she need she needed to cook, clean, 
you know, know how to raise kids and take care of his needs, right? Mm-hmm. If if that's if that's all you have to offer, then them the niggas that you got to stay with. Mm-hmm. You understand? Ain't mm-hmm. working, or you don't want to work, or whatever. It's some niggas that 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 suits you, or whatever. But you just can't bring pussy and head to a high vibrational nigga that when you walk into his house, it ain't shit for you to clean. <laughs> when you got there, food was already cooked. And good food, too. Not no spaghetti and shit. Like, this nigga didn't learn how to cook some shit that you ain't never heard of. Use vegetables that that nigga grew out of his garden or something. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so that takes out your cooking and cleaning responsibility. Or whatever. Okay, so he just told you I had a bitch here yesterday that I sucked and fucked. Okay, what are you gonna do? You understand what I'm saying? Like, you... you Listen, I agree with you. Women ask for a whole lot more, and it's not just—it's not just women. But since we're talking about women, yeah. women ask for a whole lot more that they're not necessarily ready for. The type of nigga that you were asking for ain't really impressed with the fact that you got a fat ass, because he get that shit all the time. He mm-hmm. needs something different that he wants to have a conversation. Everybody that he—he talk business and shit. All motherfucking week mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, and then he wants to come home and have to dummy himself all the way down because mm-hmm. you have no educational wherewithal about nothing. Yep. Just, okay. just think about that, ladies. Think about that. What what you say, Hollywood? No, I, I agree with everything y'all y'all said. Um, I think that women have to add a little bit more to their portfolio. Not necessarily women in their late 30s and 40s and shit like that, but the younger women. Once mm-hmm. the, the, the the beauty and the great sex fades away, what other qualities are going to are, are gonna allow you to have a, a great relationship and have a lasting relationship? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, they got to think mm-hmm. about that. Because once you get older and all that shit fade away, then yeah. then, then what are you left with? I, I agree with that. But see, Hollywood, I, I, I think a lot of people live in the now, right? Because like you said, uh, once sex fades away and it's just you and me older in our older stages, I'm 75, yeah. you 76 or whatever the age is. Sex probably at that stage it's may over. not be yeah. on the table at that point. Now we got to really start mm-hmm. liking each other. You know what I'm saying? And now only if if for 40 years all we had was sex, bro. When we sitting on the porch and we rocking each other, motherfucking, I'm sorry. You talk to this bitch, she don't know nothing, or she talk to you and you don't know nothing. Y'all kind of in a conundrum, not? You like I wasted all this goddamn time. But just to put bro. a wrap on this, right? Speaking of boundaries and high vibrational niggas, right, and women, because there's some high vibrational women that require shit in a and listen. A lot of y'all niggas want the bad bitch, right? But I don't think a lot of y'all niggas ready to deal with the bad bitch. Because when you're dealing with the bad bitch, right, that shit comes with consequences and repercussions. She always gonna have stock equity in these streets. When you start slipping just a little bit, it's always mm-hmm. a nigga ready to slide in and get in the way you, they try to get in where they fit in. So all you mm-hmm. niggas just think just because you know, you want the bad bitch. It's a lot of shit that come along with that dime, bro. She don't mm-hmm. have to waste her time with you at all. 
Anytime she feel yeah. like you are irrelevant in her life, it's another nigga with more money, better looking, all the other shit that you ain't got. Mm-hmm. That's the flip side to it. Okay, so we were talking about how vibrating niggas, right? And I was watching this clip earlier today. This dude, his girl go out at night, right? She comes home five o'clock in the morning religiously. He told her that he has a problem. She felt like she gonna do what she wanna do. He locked her ass out the house. Oh, TikTok. Mm. He locked out the mm. house at five o'clock in the morning. Her friends are videotaping it. They think it's funny. She beating on the door. The nigga won't come down and answer. My question to you guys, at that point, is he wrong for doing what he did? Yep. Nope. <laughs> I knew this was going to be the battle. So go ahead. Y'all take on. I'm going to sit back and watch this. But go ahead. Talk to me. Hollywood, go ahead. Take off first. Mm-hmm. She need to be single. <laughs> she for the streets. She need to be single, bro. Me as a man and to be in the protector of my house. How can I fucking protect my house when I hit an alarm going off five o'clock in the morning and you scooting your ass in here? How can mm-hmm. I be your protector and 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 speaking like? She need to be single, bro. I don't even know how to expand on this. I don't, I don't know what to say about this shit. She needs to be single. If that's the type of lifestyle that you want to live outside of the house, outside of your your relationship. She mm-hmm. living a single lifestyle, but got a nigga. She need to be mm-hmm. single. Forgive me, what's So, so I'll, I'll agree with you, and I'll go down your road that she needs to be single. That's fine. But let's have a conversation about it and let me pack my shit and we gone. What you're not going to do is make me feel like no child, like you're inferior to me by, you know, taking on the mama and daddy role of locking me out the goddamn house. If my mama and daddy did that shit, I could see that. But my mate or whatever, if you want me to be safe and all that type of shit. So now what the fuck am I supposed to do? I, you know I'm out here and I ain't got nothing on. I ain't got nothing but what the fuck I got on my back or whatever. If you be single, then let me come in the house, say this is it. We're not doing this no more. Let me pack my shit and get the fuck out. But you locked in the door? Nah, bro. That's the, that's the last resort. We already, like, we pretty much know this nigga. They done had this conversation before. Okay. So my last resort is locking you the fuck out the house. Before she left for that night, I'm pretty sure this nigga was like, if we have a, another episode like what's been happening, mm-hmm. I'm going to lock the motherfucking door so you can't get in. And I'm pretty well, sure that's, that's what happened. At least have my shit in the garbage bags or whatever the fuck I came with on the porch. You don't lock me yeah. out and can't in one scenario say, you know, you want to be my protector, but then you turn around and I'm not even able to come in the house and you can't, I can't get in? Well, first of all, where that bitch keep? Me personally, <laughs> you know, I'm, not, I'm not locking you out. I'm not locking you out. I'm not gonna do that shit. But you coming in my I'm pretty I'm I I can almost be hundred percent certain that this nigga done had this conversation with this lady. And that's I, the last resort of all those conversations. I'm not I'm not shooting her no bail. If they if they talked about it and the nigga expressed his disdain for her coming home at five AM and she continuously does it, that's fine. But you don't you don't you don't lock me outside. I'm a total, I'm a totally different that shit then increased by 10. Now I'm ready to fight when the fuck I come in the house. 
All that shit that you was talking about, <laughs> we not we not finna know. The first time you open that door, I'm swinging on your ass. You had me outside, bitch. It's 35 motherfucking degrees. It's super. You love, you, you love outside though. But it's super. <laughs> even though I like outside, it supersedes the. It supersedes that I came home at five o'clock. Now I feel like you're trying to be my motherfucking daddy, and that's what I. That's what triggers. Hey. You understand? Ain't that, much, so, ain't that much partying in the world. You left here at I, 10 o'clock not, and, and now it's 5 o'clock. I'm not negating that, but it's the locking me out that's the issue. The 5 o'clock, okay, if this was, if you said in your mind, listen, bitch, we've already talked about this, your curfew or whatever the fuck y'all agreed on, you need to be home at 2 o'clock. If you're going to be late, you need to reach out to me. Okay, we're not going to continue with this. You coming home at 5 o'clock. And if I did it again, at 4.30, if, if, if at 2 o'clock I was supposed to be home, and 2.30 I hadn't received no phone call, at 5 o'clock when you show, your shit going to be outside and on the porch if you going to lock me out. Is that is that not the same thing as locking you out? It's the same no, but, shit. It's just I put but, your shit out. It, that's fine. I got all of my shit and then I know what time it is because we already discussed it. You understand? But you just can't keep discussing it and keep taking it and then all of a sudden decide on this given night that I'm locked out. You didn't change yeah, the it, it, it was the last straw. Listen, I don't condone the nigga locking the doors. But just like the That's parents, you showed a, you show I did this because you showed us a, a sign of disrespect towards our house. I got it. And the and the rules we agreed upon as a couple. I got it. Listen, so, I listen. Miss, I have missed my curfew with my parents a million and one time. I was supposed to be home at twelve o'clock. I ain't I'm way on South Beach at twelve o'clock talking about the train. That's a different relationship, UV. What I'm saying, what I'm the point I'm making though, is that even though I disobeyed the rules, I I did not follow what we had discussed. Even though I come home at four, five o'clock in the morning, I was still let in, and at that point, the consequences were laid on the table. You're not going anywhere anymore, or we're not doing this. If you decide that you need to be out to this time, then you're gonna have to get out. It ain't no different than in a in a relationship. If 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 I'm not if I'm not agreeing to the rules and you feel disrespected, then we have to cut ties. And then I have to move out or he move he out or whatever the case may be. He did. Listen, that's what I, I'm saying. I agree with your out. scenario, you know, to a certain extent. I mean, it's a little different with the parents because you are their child. You just my girlfriend or whatever. So right. it's a different dynamic in this shit. All this shit is about you not respecting my boundaries. That's what all this shit is really about. No matter why my boundaries is to have, you should be in the house at five o'clock. That should be something that you respect for me, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be something that you have boundaries on that I'm not like, man, that shit. But it's going to be some shit that you're going to have boundaries on that I probably ain't going to I ain't going to agree with. But yeah. I value what we have together, what we've cultivated to respect it. This whole shit is just about you feeling like you can do what you want to do. Now, locking the door is an extreme. That's an, we all agree that that's an extreme measure, but I agree with Hollywood. We have talked about this already. So if mm-hmm. you keep doing something, 
that means you don't give a fuck. I'm going to do what I want to do. So sometimes, sometimes that means that my reaction has to be harsh. It's just like if you at work, if you violate the rules, what they tell you the first time, this is a verbal warning. You violate that shit again, you get a written warning. After mm-hmm. this written warning, you do the shit again, you out of here. So again, right. And that means that your box and, and, and that's already packed up because they discussed Dang. that shit the night before. You I ain't have time to pack all Listen, this shit up. I'll pack it up later. You don't lock me out. When you come in, you express your complete disdain for what I did, and you say... I did not, it already. See, you know, that's, what, that's, already. that's what you're not regarding in your sentiments. You had like, this just... Oh, hopefully, this ain't just happened one time, and he just took it to yeah, the show. Yeah. What I'm saying is... I'm saying it's a lockout. I'm agreeing with what you're saying. I agree with the disrespect and all of that. And we already discussed this, what you're doing. The problem I had, the issue was, the question was, was he wrong for locking her out? That was the bottom line. That's the, that's the point that I'm coming from. If that's I how I made the scene. Right. I can't necessarily say he was wrong. I just say I wouldn't do it. <laughs> and secondly, if that's the interpretation that you got, that ain't really what I was shooting for. It, that story aligned with us, a high-value man having barriers and core values that he feel like he needs from his wife, his girl, and she totally ignored it. That's that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, bro, if you're not willing to submit to the things that I need for me to feel whole as a man, no matter how ridiculous it may sound to you, it means something to me. It could have been a traumatic experience that I went through that make me feel that way. And for me to feel whole, this is what I need from you. If you totally disregard that shit and go out with your friends, then and then in the video, they sitting there and they laughing at her because she beating on the door. The nigga won't come downstairs to open the door. So you may have a key, but if that nigga petty enough to do that, I'm pretty sure he changed all the locks. When you left, Mm -hmm. he knew what the play was. He changed all the locks. So again, all I'm saying is when you're getting in a relationship with somebody and if you don't agree with whatever their core values are, let's leave this relationship alone now. Yeah. It's not the point of locking doors and telling you, because if I tell you one time, watch you, like you said, I'm not your daddy. I shouldn't have to keep telling you something over and over like you my child. I shouldn't. Right. And, and it's vice versa. If you tell me, hey, you cheat one time on me, this shit over with. I promise you it's over with. And I go out and cheat. And then you don't cut it off right then. And you take me back and I try it again. And then I do the same shit again. That means I don't respect your core values. So at some point, you have to kick all my shit out the door because I'm not respecting you as a person. And it's not no accountability and none of this shit what we talking about. She not taking accountability for shit and he not taking accountability for it. So you right, Freaky V. Locking the door may be drastic, but I understand why he did it. And with that being said, we're going to wrap this podcast up. And as I said at the end of each and every podcast, Freaky V, how they get in contact with you? I, I am Freaky V on Instagram and Threads. Hollywood, how they get in contact with you, my boy? I am Hollywood Rich underscore on Instagram, Threads, X. Uh, what's the other one? OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Hollywood uh, Smart, uh, underscore uh, Smart. 
Uh, underscore small meat. You must have made that yourself. But go ahead. <laughs> hey, man, I am infamous on TikTok. Man, please tap into social media's most imperfect, perfect podcast. If you listen to me, tap in, man. We enjoy interacting with our fans. So please, if you like the podcast, go to the comments, drop a comment. If you want to follow us on social media, go to These Nuts Official on Facebook. Instagram is These Nuts underscore. Hello, how to get in contact with us on YouTube? Separate These Nuts. And if you like to take the audio experience, if you need something to get you through your day, you know, you had a long day at work. It's the holiday season. They're trying to work the shit out you. So you need something to get your mind in a good place. Double tap, subscribe, like button, whatever however, to these nuts. Get at us, man. We, we, we get you through your day. I promise you, with very good dialogue from one podcaster to his fellow podcaster. So it's di- different uh, perspectives that uh, I think our fans enjoy. But as I said to each and every podcast, we're social media's most imperfect perfect podcast. Social media's best kept secret. I'm your boy Infamous. I'm Freaky V. Hollywood. And together we make these, these nuts. Nuts. Everybody have good holidays, man. We out.